What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population, Morikawas. I'm your host, Vern. We're here with Mikey Locked. Today, we're going to be talking all about the PGA Championship. Is there on the scene? Have some great stories. We went from zero in the bank account to up three and a half grand. It was an incredible run. We're going to talk all about nerfies, how we pick them, and then we're going to get into the best kind of wins in sports. I've got a few future long shots I want to talk about. But first, Mikey, are we just hot right now, or is that our life? This is our life. The miracle at Harding Park. Remember where you were on Friday, August, whatever, 9th. That, Vern, was honestly one of the sickest wins of all time. Okay, so here's on Friday. Mikey, you, de- you deposited what, like 500 on Bovada for the two of us? 400 I had $400 in the Bovada account. Okay. And that started with a $100 deposit, and I had built my way up a little bit. Congrats. On, on Thursday, we bet Tiger under 69 and a half. He shot, uh, I think, a, a two under. So he cashed that bet, and that gave us a little bit. By the time Friday rolls around, Vern, you're on site. We have 400 in the bank account, and we're like, all right, let's split it. We live bet every single hole of the JT Rory Tiger group, and it was up and down. I thought for a, se- a good second there that all that money was about to be gone. Uh, we, we really scratched and clawed. We didn't have our best stuff. It was like a pitcher going out there without some of his off-speed pitches, and we just grinded it. And I feel like we gave up a leadoff dong, too. We started oh. out in a little bit of a hole, and we, we did grind. We clawed our way back. We ended up throwing a so quality we, yeah. start. We, we, throw, we definitely threw a quality start. We ended up somehow back to even going into 18. And we threw all 400 of the bankroll on Tiger to par the hole. <laughs> and he had a really, really good look at birdie. Like a really good look at birdie. He sure did. He missed the birdie putt. He parred. That only paid out like what? $200. So we're looking at $100 of profit from Friday each. Uh, our bankroll is now at 600 which was like cool, sick, fine, whatever. But okay. it was a win. It, it was a win. And, and would, if he did not par, we would have been shit out of luck and we would zero. have to redeposit. It would have been over. Yes. And then, and then the miracle continued on Saturday. Saturday Hawks, was the craziest fucking shit that's ever happened to me in betting. Not even trying to be hyperbolic here. No, it was. Or hyperbolic means when you like exaggerate something to make it seem bigger than it actually was. Uh, I'm not trying to do that. Great knowledge on, on your Thank end you. there. Thank you for that. I just Googled that. <laughs> like, no, good word, but yeah. So what happened was Hatong Lee was in the lead coming into Saturday. And you and I were like, we're fading the fuck out of this guy. He was out at the range. He was at the range. Nobody can be that physically in shape to do that and then go play 18 holes in a major with pressure. He was blatantly going to have a meltdown. He was. And so we bet on Tommy Fleetwood to beat him, and we parlayed it with a nerfy in order to get our odds back up. And, to and Tommy Fleetwood money. to beat him was minus 225. So it was terrible odds. The yep. nerfy was whatever, minus 120, what it usually is, Giants-Dodgers. So we go into it, and Tommy Fleetwood looked like absolute ass. Like, he was playing awful out there. Trash. He was somehow sticking around even. They weren't showing any of his shots on CBS, which triggered the fuck out of me. And then we finally get to five holes to play. And okay. how Tongue then hits an absolute shank off the tee. At this moment in time, Fleetwood is three shots down with five holes to play. Like, there's no way. I honestly had written off the bet. I thought there was no way we would win it. So here's where I'm going to take you through where I was. Lee had hit. There was no one behind him. So I was hanging back 
filming some content for BR betting or Lockheed Town, making an ass out of myself. Total ass. I want to hear more about that because you did some really stupid shit this weekend, which I appreciate and love. We're going to have to talk. Let's talk about how rich we got. Keep talking about how rich we got. I will. All right. So I am catching back up in Lee's shot, went into the trees as I was there next to the, it was literally the tree I was next to. Okay. The ball spotter keeps saying it hit a tree. He didn't see it come down. I'm telling the ball spotter, there's no one else there. It is a ball spotter and him, and then there's some TV. And you're texting me, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. The, the ball almost hit me, oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, step on the ball. Pick it up and put it in your fucking pocket right now. We got to fade this guy. So we did fade him. I tell the ball spotter, I'm like, dude, this ball is stuck in the tree. Like, we played this course. Ball. Yeah, a little wink, wink, nod, nod, stuck in the tree. So, I mean, amazing that you actually get to interact with a bet this closely. I – because I'm a good person and that guy had millions of dollars, was walking around trying to help him find the ball. Uh, Mikey, that was kind of, are you, yeah, I, I think, who knows? You might have pocketed that ball and I respect, I'm, that's the story I'm going with and I'm sticking to it because that makes so, me respect you a lot more as, as a human being. After all this, I get this text from you. It's just like, step on it, take it. Don't give him his ball. Oh, you didn't and, see that in real time? No. Well, no, at no. that point, I was trying to help him find this ball. First, I was like, yo, this is like happening around me. And then I realized like, I'm on TV. Like, what so, the fuck? So he doubles the hole, never finds his ball. Correct. And then he goes another, he follows out with a bogey, par bogey. And Fleetwood gets two birdies and wins by two or three strokes overall. It was the greatest comeback. It was crazy. And then the Giants, at the same time, literally simultaneously, Giants-Dodgers nerfy is going off. That hits. And it was just like from pure... I'm sleeping in a dumpster. My life is over uh, to holy shit. This could be a weekend for the books after that day, Vern. I think the balance was at, I want to say like uh, a, a grand. Yeah. Between the two of us. Yeah. Okay. So then we well, come in. No, you only had two fifty on that, but yes, you had, you were up two fifty. I don't I had trust, a grand in the event. I don't entirely trust. Go fucking mind. check the receipts. I wouldn't trust me either. You should double check that math, but we go into Sunday and I'm like, Vern, you Sick. have 200. You have $250 to play with now. And I'm on Bovada for a reason. I'll tell you guys that after this because I'm super triggered by it. It's fine. But we go into Sunday and we couldn't figure out what we wanted to bet on. I told you just to ride the live line. Uh, We finally set. What what are you mad about? What's wrong? Well, I'm mad a little bit because I wanted to drop. I was up 250 and I wanted to put it all on Barakawa at nine to one. I texted you. You said you wanted to put it on fucking Paul Casey. Don't you sit here and bring these bad vibes. I have a text where you say, I want to put it all on Paul Casey. No, you don't. I I would welcome you to find it if we weren't recording right now. I'm telling you, I was like, yo, Morikawa was going to win. Anyways, what we ended up doing was I put 100 on Morikawa at 9 to 1 or 8 to 1 at that point because the line moved. And then 100 on Brooks Kepka and 50 on Paul Casey. I had a source. Within the PGA, who was all over Paul Casey, he kept feeding me picks. That was a good pick. He got second. I know. It was a great pick. So, and you got to ride. We'll take any tip. This any guy, tips. Any this tip you give us, we will amazing. hammer. Yeah. So, the scene out there was incredible. And then, so we, we sprinkled that. Mikey, you didn't take it with me. You were like, I'm going to live bet. Correct? Yeah, I didn't take it. I was also uh, jaded on Morikawa. More on that in a second. But... Morikawa birdied and the line was a little bit slow to update. And I, and I put a hundred on it. Then I put another 50 on it. 
And then I kept going and I swear it, it was not where the line should have been in my opinion. So I saw good value. I think I got it 12 to one, nine to one, eight to one. I ended up getting it like plus 150. Like, so how much did it, you after have he hit his him? driver? I had, I believe $200 on him. And I think I won like 1300 all said and done. Uh, we came out up 3.1 K 800 to you. And we were on the brink, like I said, of death. I also story. had a, now we are Kings. I had a $20 outright on him before the tournament started at 23 to one on your own book on my own book. Correct. So you came out. Yeah. We came out just ridiculous. Both of us in four figgies, which is pretty rare for us, which is what you love to see. And the worst part about all of this, Vern, um, back in January, I realized Colin Morikawa was this hot golfer and the PGA was in his kind of hometown. And this is when I had a bookie. So I placed a $20 bet on Morikawa at 66 to one. I'm not even going to do the math. Uh, I will. That, you keep talking. Just piss me off. So I, I had this future on him. Uh, Another $1,300. $1,300 from January. And I had all these futures in my book. Like I probably had 60 futures for upwards of $1,000. And I broke up with my bookie two weeks ago because we kept getting disagreements over him fucking me over essentially. And I said, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to sit here and get cheated out of money anymore. So we broke it off and he deactivated my account. But when he deactivated my account, he also deactivated all of my futures bets. So now I'm sitting here wondering like, fuck, should I text this guy or call this guy and be like, hey, remember that $20 bet I placed on Morikawa? Can I, or send him a Venmo request? Be like, hey dude, I'm gonna need that 1350. Did you, did, did he pay you back for the future? Well, I, it's all a credit. So like I, I didn't actually okay, you never had to, to make the future. Correct, correct. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, no, you're fucked. You left the book. But also like the other part of it is one, my other features probably would have lost. Two, like, I don't know if that happens. That doesn't, then I don't go into Bovada. Then I don't deposit and then I'll end up with actually even more money than I would have made off of that. Correct. So I think everything, I like to think everything happens for a reason. I want to continue to Also, spread. I'm not sure Morikawa would have won, like butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah. A butterfly flaps its <laughs> wings and then I'm broke and sleeping in a dumpster. That's a good take. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of the most incredible runs we've ever had. Can we talk about some of the, the dumb shit I did there? Can we talk about the fallout? Because I have all this money in Bovada and I have absolutely zero idea how to cash out. No, no idea. I don't Okay. Can I'm going to have me? to do it. Yes. Fees. We're going to have to split the fee. Or we just put 3.1K on uh, Nerf Nerfie. fee. I'm not opposed to doing that. Um, it, this happened to me nerfie. one other time when I predicted the exact score of the Patriots Rams Super Bowl and big Greg leg missed a kick and I hit it 10 to three. And I uh, ended up losing. I ended up losing that two grand later because I never cashed out. So I think we should cash out. Okay. I can catch out. I know how to do it on Bitcoin. If we do do a nerfie though, like, can you, it's such a coin flip. We're straight up putting three grand as a family. So here's the thing. You say it's a coin flip, but we're the ones who are 27 and 10 on the nerf feet this Which brings season. me so to my next point. That doesn't seem like a coin flip. That seems like we need to roll higher low, which is also 50-50 odds. So let me get back <laughs> to you on what exactly it is. We have to roll one through four? I don't know. Yes. I don't, I don't know where you're going with that, but I was saying yes to, to talk about 27 and 10 on the nerf feet. It's an incredible mark. 
people do. We have a friend who sat there and tried to do so much research last year to it game is. Nerfies and get an edge, and he is convinced it is pure chance. We, I don't see it that way. We have a system that is what I would call pretty algae. We have our own algorithm. Yeah, oh yeah, we're doing a lot of a lot of algorithms, a lot of statistical analysis. We send about like five texts, and then we pick one. So here's <laughs> how we do it. I sit there in the morning, sometimes hungover, and sometimes I, I'm realizing the game starting like 30 minutes, and I frantically text Vern and say, "Yo, we need a fucking nerfy ASAP." And then you get mad at me and say, "Just pick one." And then I look at Bovada or I look at the Bleacher Report app, and I just absolutely hammered on a nerfy. That's about it. That's not entirely true. Go on. I give you picks sometimes. You've given me, I think, three picks. That's not true. Every day I'll sit there and give you some and you take or you ignore. But you are the ultimate decider. I'll give you that. You have been the ultimate decider. Now, try to look for ground ball pitchers. I don't do that. Passon told us. Well, I I tried to do that because Passon tried to tell us to do that. And then I here's, just, here's how you make your bets, whether it's a nerfy and you're going 27 and 10, or you're in a cold streak and you're three and 10 on fucking cricket. You get in there, you open your sports book, you let the, the gods speak to you and whatever feels right in your heart, you absolutely hammer it. That's the best algorithm in the entire world. Right here, Vern, your heart. Don't okay. fucking think. I, I, that's a good take. We also need a shout out. One of the Loch Ness monsters, Troy, Troy Hermo who has been doing these incredible recaps on his own. And you guys have got to hit us up for these or he, or he is doing crazy prediction every single game. Well, he's doing, the, he's doing the opposite of everything we just said. But, he did, but we're 27 yeah. and 10. Yeah. And we're we, not thinking too much. We're, well, we'll, we'll listen to him when we think he's right. Yeah, exactly. But it's just about finding a couple pitchers. We, like, we, we think about parks. We think about I think about parks, layers. marine layers. You're right. I do have an algorithm. Yeah. We're thinking about anything that could possibly give us an edge. We will take anything that could help us. And sometimes they don't actually matter, but we like to think they do. And that's how we're 27 and 10. Did I mention we're 27 and 10? We're 27 and 10 on the year. And we also just hit one of the best kind of wins you will ever hit in betting, in gambling. That was one of the best kind of wins. It was actually a, it was a combo of the top two wins. So let's get into our best kind of gambling wins. Number one, Vern, is there any surprise? The squad ride. This is what, this is what we live for. This, we is, live for this is all we're doing here. We live there's, for it. We die for it. We ride for it. There's no better feeling than you, grandma, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. all coming together. <laughs> all coming together. One bet, all the money, everyone just texting. There are highs, there are lows. Maybe after the first hole, your guy bogeys and you're melting down, freaking out. There's 17 holes of golf left. There are going to be highs and lows. You told me that uh, a group of your buddies tailed you on the Morikawa pick as a massive squad ride and won 13K. Correct. Those yes. guys are wild. So the, I mentioned them last week. The, the golf bros, they have now been tailing me on every single Nerfy. We talked golf picks before. I gave them Morikawa. They wanted value, so I gave them Morikawa. They hammered it in one thirteen grand they were calling it that's where just the text from them when i looked after the round were incredible so yeah the squad ride all of us being together absolutely one of the best kinds of wins what about when the squad ride hits a long shot which we and did with morikawa 
Oh my God. Hitting a long shot. Like I know it's what it's low hanging fruit. It's an easy one to pick, but if you hit anything 20 to one or better, like that is the best feeling. There's nothing that makes you feel like more of a guru, guru. than absolutely throwing a, a, a dart, normally a futures dart, and then just having it come to fruition. I feel like we've been doing it with golf a lot. We're, we're having That's a golf good hit rate. That's golf betting. That's true. Like but I didn't even bet on Morikawa until Sunday, but you, I, I, we still hit. Guru behavior. Number three, hitting on your favorite team. Mikey, this is a Mikey Lock special. It's just you're, you're so double happy. Like your favorite team wins a playoff game on a walk-off dong, and you're already going to be on the high of your life. But think about when you actually put an extra $300 on that. That just is double down on happiness. I love that win. You okay there? You have a little beer burp? Yeah. Okay. No, there is no better feeling. Now, some people prefer the emotional hedge, which is where you would bet against your team. In your, that mean, Nobody you prefers that. I hate that. Why do you hate it? Because it's, it's against everything I believe in. That's it? What do you, what do you believe in? I believe in hammer donging with your heart. And, you're, and when you're actually doing that, you're not betting with your heart. That's the opposite of betting with your heart. It is fun to watch an Oregon football game with, with you, Mikey Locks. And you will end up having bet quite like, a few beers. Yeah, I bet so bet. much on my own teams. When my yeah. teams are good, like the Niners last year, Warriors when they were the, the gurus that they were, especially live betting, I always get so excited about it. And then I, I think we're going to win. And I just throw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on it. But it actually worked out well because those teams were good and they usually covered. That's true for me. The opposite. I bet against Kansas football, but someone's got to win on them. And so this is my way of. I don't, I don't hate betting against when your, your favorite team. Awful. When your team is like, like the Giants. I've bet against the Giants a couple times this year, but like I want them to lose. I want them to get the number one overall pick. So Right. Uh, yeah, same with Kansas football. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Next one is the I told you so win. Yeah. You this... just, you're in every group chat saying, take blank, take blank, take blank, take blank. It hits and you are, I mean, you're just a god. If you're doing the I told you so, you better, you better hope or you better be doing it because someone gave you shit for that bet. That's the only time that's really okay in my opinion. If someone gave you shit, if someone tapped back to the question mark, then you can just light them up afterwards. How about this next one, the backdoor cover, which oh. I, I think for me is right up there with Longshot as my top two. The backdoor cover was what happened to us on Saturday at Harding Park with uh, Tommy Fleetwood over How Tung Lee. You are dead in the water. It's over. You're reading Don't Kill Myself books, and then a, a ray of light appears. I mean, yeah, there's no better feeling than thinking you're dead and then just coming back from it and, and having that moment of elation. Incredible. It's just Saturday was amazing. There's one, I, I bet on the Chiefs once, the team they were playing tried to do a basically like a lateral kickoff. They were doing a bunch of yeah, laterals. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs picked up a fumble, went, ran back. They covered the spread because it was it. Monday Night Football or something. It was. It was prime yeah. time. One of the best ones I've ever had. Uh, I will remember that for the rest of my life. Next one here, I call it the never sweat. I don't know if I have... love this. Look, I, don't get me wrong. This is, a great, this is a great bet. This is a great win. I don't disagree. get me wrong. I disagree. But just like the other ones we talk about, get your roller coaster of emotion going, gets your blood boiling. It, it really makes you feel alive. This one's just like, so like, yes, we never sweat that. It makes you feel like a guru, no doubt. But like, this is on the list. It's not at the top of my list. 
but you can take your winnings that you know you're going to have and just immediately put it somewhere else. Good take. But yeah. is that a jinx? That's kind of a jinx itch. It could be a jinx, but I'm, we're talking about wins. Hasn't won yet. <laughs> but it will win, and you never <laughs> even have to sweat it. You do feel very smart, too, when that happens. That's kind of nice. Where you're this just, is one of my favorite ones, this next me. one. Look at me. Okay, the next one is the, the didn't watch slash don't know what happened. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for this. It could be a bet you make overnight, KBO, and you wake up to it. It could be something you don't remember placing. It could be, you know, you had the time wrong, but just like somehow looking at your phone, getting a text saying we won or looking at a score and, and seeing that you won when you had no idea what was going on. That's, that's a pretty good feeling. It is incredible. Or like all your texts are going crazy and you're just like, what happened? What happened? And you freak out because like there's some unknown and you can tell it was good. Like that's a, just a adrenaline rush on its own. And you don't have to, to really sweat. You don't have to go through the anguish and the pain. You just get it's a different sense. kind of anguish though. Like the, that's true. The, like the, the, the 10 seconds where your ESPN or Bleach Report app, whatever scores page is loading like that 10 seconds is a, is a really, it's a fun thrill. It is. It, and it's, you know what? It's a nice payoff. If you don't get to watch the game, it's a nice second thing to have. And then last one here, this is, this is a Mikey lock special, the live double down hammer quadruple down quintuple down. This is just when you hammer down something and then all throughout the game, first quarter, you know, maybe you're getting better odds or it's same, but you just are watching it and you and feel more convicted about it than ever. And you go back and you pop it like three, four times on the live line. So by the end of it, you have whatever, I don't count by units, but let's say if you were a unit better, you have like six X units on it and you win that like that is fucking amazing. What I like about it is it just confirms your belief that you are a good sports fan and a smart sports fan where you're like, my eyes are telling me something and I'm trusting that I'm trusting years of watching sports and I'm unloading on this to get rich. That's great. That's a great. You like that? Bird. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I've always liked about it. It's just so true, true to us. True. Um, I, I do, Mikey, we don't have much to bet this week. So we're going to talk about a couple futures uh, and then, we it do have a lot to bet. We're just betting. We're going to be hammering Nerfies again. Correct. We will be hammering Nerfies again. So check us out there. Uh, the golf tournament isn't great this week. We will probably be sprinkling on it. We have NBA, you know, regular season winding down. We'll be hot and heavy for the playoffs. But, you know, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs. I have our legendary producer, Zweebs, told us, fade the Capitals. He there said, it is. fade the Capitals. They look like shit. So we will be doing that. But yeah, I mean, as far as future looking bets on this Monday afternoon, uh, Vern, I know you have a few, so why don't you write for okay. me? Okay, just a couple of golf bets after being out there at the course. And then I wanna, one, another podcast kind of talk shit on something we did. And then I wanna talk about all the dumb stuff I did at the US Open. What? And then, so Jason Day, US Open, 29 to one. I feel like Jason Day could get a major this year Mikey, I hate boy, Jason Day. I hate boy, him so much. Your boy, the lock guru, loves him. He's been playing out of his mind lately. He was writing contention at the PGA. 29 to 1 is a pretty good number. U.S. Open's later this month. You don't have to wait too long to get the payoff here. I'm excited for the U.S. Open. That's all I'll say. I, I hate that bet, and I hate you. But <laughs> Okay, and then the other one, Tony Finau, 37 to 1. I do believe Tony Finau will win a major if he's playing like this. It's only a matter of time. He wasn't too choky uh, this past weekend. And 
I think that's a good step in the right direction. I do believe he will eventually get one, and I think 37 is a great number. Also trying to figure out if there's any value in betting a long shot to win the East. I'm going to back off that. I was interested in, in the, the Celtics Sixers. at 5-1 to one and then the Sixers at 25-1. to one. There's a lot of studs on that Sixers team, 25-1. to one. That's, That's a, a good, good number. number. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited for the U.S. Open. Are we numbers guys now? I don't like us talking so much about numbers. No, I hate it too. I hate it. Okay. Mikey, I don't know if you want me to talk about this, but I asked Tiger Woods a question this week about betting leading into the tournament. And these dudes on some random golf podcast, someone sent it to me, were like, this guy, he spoke all nasally. He was like, Oh, what kind of question is that? Why would you ask Tiger about betting? Like, what do you think we're doing? What the fuck else are we going to ask him about? Right. Would you want him to do it? I want his name and his address, and I want to talk to him. Yeah, I found the tweet, dude. It's or I I tweeted at them. I tweeted directly at them, and I was like, Yeah, you like to do that. What do you think? This guy's some kind of protector of the game that you can't ask. I hate that. Don't be high and mighty on me. What are you doing? so let's go through all the stupid you. shit that you did this weekend because you did a lot of stupid shit and I was I, I was I'm very supportive of it. Doing. You 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 yelled at Colin Morikawa and said thank you for getting me rich, which was pretty legendary. He yelled something I couldn't quite hear back on the video. He pointed at me, he smiled, he understood what I was yelling. Uh, as media, you're really not supposed to insert yourself, but we're locky town. We yeah. are part of it. I don't get, I never got that rule. Can you explain it to me? It makes no well, sense. Well, it would make your reporting biased or, or you show your allegiance to a side. However, we are allegiant to whoever's winning a Correct. Team. That's very we're, clear. We're not That's pretending what, here. We're not, yeah. So I was very respectful until let's the circle, end. Let's circle back on that. Okay. I was very respectful until the Offline. end. And then screamed at Colin Morikawa. Well, you were uh, rolling around in the grass for a little bit. Okay. So. My first grass roll happened on Saturday. Uh, I was following the leaders because we were fading uh, Hatong Lee. And once they were done, I had some open space behind me. I'd been with Tiger the last two days, so there was so much Tiger time. There's no space when Tiger's there. Even with no fans, there's cameras everywhere. So I finally was able to record some videos. And I, uh, when we were losing, I was just so upset that I plopped down in the grass and just was miserable and so i was rolling around in the grass at the uh pga championship yeah, you, that's a good you approved good luck by you did were they serving bro dogs did you have some cold ones at the on the course or no there was absolutely no alcohol because there were no Oof. fans zero alcohol Tough. i could have snuck in some some claws and sprinkled it into my water can uh but no i was rolling around in the grass sober so uh we do have the hook though next monday we will be playing harding park uh, me and Vern will be showing down. I will be giving him 30 strokes. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, I think that's fair. That would take me. Yeah. Can't wait. I think you're a slight favorite because that course is going to eat me. It's just, I don't, I don't have the power to get through there. The rough was insane. Rough I just can Mikey, were you tired of me saying things like beefcake and bush all weekend? Yeah, you, you, you said beefcake uh, by my count 44 times referring to Bryson. You also kept asking the group text if we saw you on TV I, why do I care if like I briefly see you on TV? Why was that so important to you? Well, I just found it to be weird that it wasn't like, oh shit, there you are while Hatong Lee is trying to find his ball or like there's Tiger driving in Vern. Like how, if I saw you on TV, I would at least be like. We all knew you were there. Like, I, I don't, like It was cool, dude. It was once in a lifetime. And like you wouldn't acknowledge my TV presence. 
it wasn't that cool. That's the thing. I was right there. My parents thought it was cool. I was right there on the 16th when Morikow hit his drive. Like, nice. it was just in- incredible. Uh, and then, also, in terms of weird shit I did, I really freaked out his caddy. Yeah. <laughs> Morikow was caddy. Did I not. So, I was hammering it, bro, dog. How did he get a beer? I don't know. So, Morikow was caddy. I was drinking a nice Sierra Nevada, a little pale ale. Yeah, out of a can. Correct, out of a can after they won, which is legend, absolutely legendary stuff. And we're following along, or he's walking off the course. Morcow was doing an interview with Tom Rinaldi, legend, by the way. He did not give me a narc. Out of a narc? Okay, so he another dumb thing. Be a narc. <laughs> another dumb thing I did was scream, Tom, who's going to win the Masters? Do you have a lock? And he laughed and said, It's too early. And he threw his arms up like, I cannot believe someone's asking me this. I almost did that to Jim Nance, but he said he had to run back to the booth because Faldo was there alone ad libbing. Which you know, Faldo he, and Nicholson were not getting along, by the way. Yeah. They were on the booth <laughs> in the booth together on Saturday and it was very awkward. So so I just bumped into something. Um Morikawa was caddy. He's walking off the course, drinking a beer. He just did an interview. And so I came up to him and I introduced myself and I said, Okay, I'm about to be really weird. And he was like, Okay. And then I immediately was filming and there was not much time. So you had to capitalize on very little time. And I said, while filming both of us, I know you just won, but so did I. How does that make you feel that you helped me win? And he was like, can you please back away? (laughs) I, I was, I did bump Morikawa's clubs while we were walking. So he was like, can you please like step to the side a little bit? And he like, he didn't quite realize like he didn't catch that I was media, I don't think, until a little bit later. And he said, okay, good for you. They said, no, that's good for us. And then he kind of started laughing and he was like, okay, yeah, good for us. And then I said, goodbye. And he walked away. Um, that guy was pretty vibey, I would say, drinking a beer. Uh, wish he wasn't so freaked out and was a little more. Well, you, maybe you shouldn't have freaked him out. But I, I support no. the caddy. I support you. Uh, you were just trying to spread the vibes. He was trying to spread the vibes. I mean, what a moment. What a moment. You can't not talk to him and try to be like, yo, dude, like we just got rich together. Morikawa was a total homie about it. That was amazing vibes. He was like, yeah, let's go. Those dudes were so He's in the Lockheed Town Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, He was inducted this week. Troy Hermo, the Loch Ness Monster, was inducted this week. Vern, you were already inducted, but you really are are making a case for, you know, the Mount Rushmore of Lockheed Town. Um, so appreciate Thank you. you. I appreciate you. You were in the control center the whole time, feeding me bets, telling me what was happening elsewhere. It was amazing teamwork. I did lay down on the first green at the end of the day, just because I could. And, uh, so and I will apologize to the Loch Ness monsters. We weren't really there for you all weekend. We were trying to, to get this golf content out. Thank you for hanging with us. We're back with the nerfies. We're going to be hammering the nerfies and I'm trying to figure out a bet for us for the NBA playoffs. I'm, I'm in the lab right now. I'm trying to create a nerfy. That's all I'll say. Okay. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. I want to bet the NBA draft lottery next week. That's next. uh, If you're listening on a Monday, it is next Thursday, August 20th, I believe. So I think we're just going to bet some ping pong balls just because we can. Why would we not? Why would we not bet the lottery? Objectively (laughs) betting the lottery. And then uh, stay tuned. We're doing nerfies every day. So thank you guys for listening. It is always our week. Let's stay rich. Come Let's on. Let's stay rich. Yeah, you like that? Love that. Good job, Bird.